Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Me and Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode 21 of Career Expresso. If you're like me, you've probably experienced a wide range of one-to-one meetings in your career and most of them sit at the not so positive end of the scale, or maybe that's just me. As an employee, you see the Outlook reminder pop up and you almost live in that secret hope that your manager will cancel or something else will come up. Or when the meeting actually happens, it quickly ends up being a rather boring status update. Or maybe you've been in a situation where you really need to speak with your manager and you're looking forward to getting a chance during your one-to-one meeting only to have it cancelled for the umpteenth time. As a manager, you may have viewed these meetings as a good opportunity to get status reports or touch base with your team or maybe a quick chance to check in and then check it off your list so you can get on with other things, not giving it very much thought in the process. In today's episode, I want to look at why one-to-ones can feel so very painful and what we can do to make them a much better experience for everyone involved. Given how much time one-to-one meetings take every month, why are they so awful? But before we consider that and why these meetings stink, we need to understand the true purpose behind them. Why are we having them in the first place? Or why should we ever be having them at all? So what should they be about? Coaching and feedback is such an important part of one-to-one meetings. They should be about being able to coach and mentor your team. They're a brilliant opportunity to give feedback, review goals, evaluate progress, and help your employees and your team continue to progress in their careers. These meetings are also a chance to strengthen the overall team by uncovering and addressing underlying issues. As a manager, this is a great opportunity to have frank and open conversations that you probably couldn't have elsewhere. The health of your team may depend on it, but it seems a shame that these opportunities are often wasted. One-to-one meetings are also a unique place to bounce ideas around in a way that often doesn't happen in other settings. Done right, the environment can be less structured and more free-flowing and indeed creative when it comes to brainstorming. One-to-one meetings should seek to build rapport between managers and their direct reports. You should never assume just because there are lots of connecting lines on an org chart, that there is some sort of automatic relationship without the time investment to back it up. So why are one-to-ones so terrible in the first place? I've already touched on a few of the reasons, but let's dive in to why these meetings can feel quite so painful. Status update meeting alert. Way too often, one-to-one meetings descend into a series of yawn-worthy status updates. And yes, before you say it, I understand that managers are on the whole busy people and it's a great time to get updates about work that is happening. I was once guilty of exactly this when I manage large teams. And whilst a one-to-one meeting can be a good place to touch briefly on this, it should never be completely consumed by it. What no purpose? When there is no clear purpose to the meeting, other than it being something that we should do, so aka yet another tick box, 
it becomes something that gets put into calendars without much purpose. Discussion is absent. And when there is no real purpose other than to have a meeting, you end up rushing through status updates and are left with not much else to say. And let's face it, this can just be plain awkward. Nobody likes a meeting where there isn't a great discussion and it's just two people sitting awkwardly in a room with very little to say to each other. How very productive. No direction. Finally, if there isn't clarity about who will direct and own the meeting, there won't be any clear direction. Again, you end up going around in circles. The good thing about all of this is that there are issues that can easily be fixed. Let's move on to how we can start to address them and make one-to-ones better for everyone. So how to make these one-to-one meetings brilliant. Now, originally I was going to say, how can we be sure that one-to-one meetings won't be terrible? But let's be honest, that doesn't feel that aspirational. So instead, let's focus on making these meetings brilliant. Let's make them something that we can all get excited about and look forward to. Let's start from a place where it would be great if we could see them as an opportunity to grow and develop. Who doesn't want more of that? So let's go through a few tips to help you make the meetings regular. One-to-one meetings should be regularly scheduled. A basic, I know, but you need to find the spacing that works for your team, whether that's every week or every fortnight. And before you think that this might not be realistic, every fortnight should really be considered as the minimum. If you can't manage that, it might be time to look at the number of direct reports you have or the current demands on your time, other responsibilities that maybe you could delegate to make a bit more space. And take time to consider where you'll have the meetings too. Will they be in the office, held remotely over Teams maybe, or maybe you could do them over coffee. A change of scene every so often can work wonders. Shift your mindset. See these meetings as development opportunities, not just opportunities to check in. Decide that you're going to use the time to learn about each other, the challenges faced by your team, and how to grow your leadership. Show up and be fully present. As a manager, show up on time and make your one-to-ones a priority. Don't get into the habit of shifting and cancelling them. Yes, colleagues will understand if something urgent happens and you need to move things around occasionally. But if you start to make a habit of it as a manager, it will give the impression that you don't really care. And when you get to your meeting, be sure to devote your attention and listen actively. That may mean closing your laptop and putting your phone away unless you need it for the agenda or notes. But if you do have it to hand, be sure to shut down Slack or Outlook or whatever else might demand your attention, because it's all too easy to get consumed by it if you don't. This is time to focus attention on the conversation, not to answer emails and messages. Have a loose agenda. Create a shared agenda and keep it in a place where you can both edit it in the run-up to the meeting. As an employee, you should be the one driving these meetings. They're for you. Your manager is there to help and guide you. So take advantage of that. As a manager, you should be letting your employees direct what happens as actually it's their time, not yours. They may need some help doing this, so establish an outline if they need it. A good meeting outline could be as follows. So you start with some life updates, taking time to get to know each other. How are things going? It's all about establishing rapport and trust. Then some status updates. And yes, we don't want to descend into status update hell, but we do need to make reference to it. Don't let the whole meeting just be consumed by this though. Put a time limit of say five minutes on this item and be sure to share a status update with your agenda in advance so you don't need to talk about it so much. 
then maybe move on to career focus. This should be the bulk of the meeting. See it as a chance to review goals, check progress and talk about next steps for progression. Way too often we set goals at the beginning of a year and then we forget about them until we're sitting in the annual review meeting. It doesn't have to be that way. We should be setting meaningful goals and then take time to review them regularly so we can keep updating on progress. Then think about maybe some feedback and coaching. The one-to-one meeting also offers managers the opportunity to regularly coach and mentor their employees. Feedback should be ongoing and held in real time. These meetings should be more of a chance to review feedback from the week and see how it's gone. Brainstorm what-ifs. One-to-ones offer a brilliant chance to share ideas. As an employee, it gives the opportunity to get feedback on ideas you might have. As a manager, it gives the opportunity to get feedback on ideas for the team or organisation that individual employees are giving you. The setting is perfect because everyone can be much more open than they would otherwise in these bigger settings. You can talk about important changes that might be coming up or other items that are on your mind. Prepare and take notes. To make these meetings meaningful, be sure to prepare ahead of time. Creating an agenda is one key part of this as we just covered earlier. Give yourself a few minutes to get ready before the meeting too. These shouldn't be meetings where you just show up, bluff your way through and you're there because you have to be. You both need to put in some time and effort. Look over the agenda and notes and be ready for what's to come. That goes for both managers and employees and get into the habit of taking notes during the meeting too. You'll probably both have some takeaways and actions if you're doing this right. So be sure to write those things down. Put the to-do list in the agenda so you both have access to it and you can see it. That way, you won't be starting from scratch in the next meeting you have. As an employee, I'd suggest you prepare to share some successes or wins in the meeting. It will start you off on a great note and get the energy levels up. Even if you've got some bad news to share, sharing the wins first is a good place to start. They can be personal or professional. As a manager, I'd also suggest you prepare something to share too. I once had a boss who used to make a habit of sharing an interesting story whenever we met. More often than not, it had nothing to do with work, but it was always a good way to ease into the meeting. Find something that fits your style and give it a try. Ask good questions and ask for feedback. The ability to ask good open-ended questions throughout the meeting is key. As a manager, if you're stuck for ideas when it comes to questions, some examples could include, if you could change something about what you do, what would it be? If you could change something about what I do, what would it be? What has you most concerned about our team right now? I'll pop a link to some insightful one-to-one meeting questions in the show notes so you can get ideas for your next set of one-to-ones. Finally, wrap things up by asking for feedback, both as an employee and as a manager. There are always areas to improve on. Be really open to hearing more. To make this successful, though, be ready to offer feedback. And that is where it can get difficult. So you need to think of ways that your employee or or you as a manager can improve and then be willing to share. It can be uncomfortable, but it's so necessary. When I moved into a more senior leadership role, my head of service would always ask for feedback at the end of every meeting. They were a brilliant leader, but rarely did I have anything insightful I could offer in the moment. Regardless of this, they would always try and encourage me and only occasionally let me off the hook without giving feedback. We all have areas for development, and if we can get into the habit of sharing more feedback, our personal growth would be the ultimate winner. Have a listen back to episode six of Career Expresso if you'd like more inspiration on this. 
I'll pop a link in the show notes. As with most things in life, one-to-one meetings have the tendency to be pretty awful if you don't put some effort into them. But it doesn't have to be this way. With a little thought and preparation, we can get so much more back from the time we invest. And who doesn't want more of that? I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. And this time, it's all about being bold as a leader and getting invaluable feedback from your direct reports during one-to-one meetings. Probably the worst thing that could happen here is that you ask a vague question like, do you have any feedback for me? Which will, more likely than not, end in a resounding silence or maybe a straight out, no, I don't. Feedback should be an opportunity for you to grow and develop as a leader too. So in your next set of one-to-ones, I'd like to invite you to ask your direct reports. What is the one thing I could experiment with doing differently this month? I'd love to know how you get on with this question. And if you want to work on your career and progression, take a look at my new membership community, the Rise and Thrive Career Network. It's for women who want a fulfilling and well-paid job that they enjoy that doesn't take over every moment of their waking lives. I'll pop a link with more details in the show notes. That's everything for today's episode. And thanks for listening to Career Expresso. Thanks for listening to the Career Expresso podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, by email, and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now, career. And maybe you're not sure how to get started. Why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.